What's up, homies? Welcome to No One's Homies, episode 33. We're having a sportsman third day. Uh, as always, this is Clow. This is Mark. Um, if you're watching the video version, you already know that we have a special guest in studio today. The man who lives a modern life himself, Mr. Rocket Banzon. <laughs> Hey yo yo yo! What's poppin'? What's up, so man? so happy to fucking be here. Um, I have an announcement for all my guests that this is my last episode because it doesn't get much better than this, baby. I've been waiting all my life, all my life, to be on this podcast. So like, I'd like to thank my family, my supporters, my four, my four listeners on Rocket's Modern Life podcast. It it's been a wild run, but it's over. Bro, you're, you're being humble, bro. I'm pretty it might sure you, be the you same for for us. Yeah, so a bigger audience than us at this point, dog. Um, Maybe like five to four. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we'll talk of about some NBA today. That's going to be a lot of fun. So much stuff's been happening um, in the offseason and preseason starting in two weeks, bro. God, Is damn. it? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. December, right? They're starting in December. Yep. yep Time exactly. flies. Yeah. And, uh, oh, well. That's nice. Um, <laughs> uh, just a few housekeeping things before we get started. Uh, how's my audio, by the way, guys? I can't hear my own playback, so that's fine. It's good. Yeah, right, it's cool. good. Bluetooth, um, <laughs> bro. monitoring Okay. Um, so, uh, first of all, I want to congratulate William, our guest on our last episode and Southbound Sessions for raising over twenty-eight thousand pesos. Um, Goddamn, mad props. Fundraising live stream. Come on, guys, that was wild. Uh, shout out to For the Future and Kids for Kids. Rocket is part of For the Future. Rep in. So, Thank you guys so much. Yeah, to all those who donated, all those who tuned in. And um, I don't know if you guys saw the For the Future posts, but these guys spent hours packing goods, man. What day was that? Uh, um, I, I, sh- I showed up exactly. like, yeah, like last Sunday. And uh, it was funny because. We were kind of grouped up with Kids for Kids and that um, group of Nadine, right? And then um, I was heading there and I was already kind of late and I was expecting to be, you know, a full-on group of people. And then I just see mountains of goods and I was the only one there. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh shit, guys. <laughs> we got, we call the Avengers. We're going to need a, a handful of help. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of bags and I was only there Sunday because I had school during the weekdays. But mm-hmm. damn. My, my my brothers and sisters from FDF they were there like every single day from 10 a.m. to like 5 p.m. and yeah it, it was a grind but you know it's it's so crazy to see like the aftermath and that's I guess that makes the whole like process worth it super mm-hmm. fulfilling yeah that's great that's great to hear um are, are you guys do you guys have an open call for volunteers to help is that possible or what um right now we're trying well it's kind of a touchy subject because um in whatever location you go there's always like an x amount of people that are only allowed to be packing and um you know we try to keep keep it socially distanced and um mm-hmm. you know at the min at the maximum of uh, number of people helping out but you know if ever there are there is an opportunity for people to help out i'll definitely hit you guys up so you guys can share and yeah okay all right well yeah i think we can do that at least yeah definitely um all right, awesome. Uh, so yeah, keep your ears open for that, guys. And uh, if you can uh, share the Southbound Sessions uh, YouTube link to all of their videos, I think we'll probably share it on our page. But yeah, you'll get to see a bunch of cool acts. Uh, basically, Saturday night had a crazy one, even via just recording. <laughs> I don't 
might be biased too. But a lot of good yeah. acts too. Uh, Jepka Delic actually totally caught me off guard. That guy's super talented and a great speaker too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the behind that, the scenes that uh, did you things. see that? The oh, behind yeah. the scenes that William yeah. posted. Yeah. I haven't album. seen that yet, actually. So Pretty crazy. I mean, like that yeah, the so thing yeah. last Sunday, the live stream. It looked um, pretty, you know, like smooth, pretty flawless in terms of transitions. William had all the um, yeah, graphics. Beautiful. He had li- these cuts to what I guess were commercials for the sponsors and things like that, and it all blended pretty seamlessly. Which I guess is a testament to I meant like when we interviewed William, how much he knows about how to do these kinds of things. I mean, like a live stream uh, of that like caliber is not, I assume, is not easy at all. Yeah. And the number of acts that he had, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, definitely, it was super smooth, and I loved like all those like little icons that he put at the bottom of the screen, yeah. and you know how he switched between different cameras on the same set. Dude, yeah. mad props to him. That 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 was beautiful. That was probably one of the best. Like live stream concerts mm-hmm. type of thing that i've seen mm-hmm. so shout out to billy dc yeah. uh all right and um just a few more things a few uh, on sadder news i uh, just wanted to um kind of pay respects to jameer garcia of Slapshock, the vocalist passed away earlier this week and also to diego maradona the news came out uh yesterday that a uh, legend in football one of the greatest to ever play the game passed away also that's uh european football everybody not nfl uh so Mm -hmm. yeah maybe if we can just give like a few seconds of silence for them all right um yeah uh i have vibe check written down here do you have the the sound bit just so that we know how rock is doing (laughs) let me let me see so weird to have questions being asked to me (laughs) that's <laughs> <laughs> how it felt when we were on your podcast yeah. <laughs> here Super we go alright so uh, Rock just wanted to know you know you've been in school you've been working with uh, FTF uh, been doing podcasts how have you been man uh, I've been good man um, I took a, I'm actually taking a little break right now from the pod because I was trying to as much as possible make it like an every week thing but that piling up with yeah it did not work out my dude like I was way I was way too ambitious as I thought and uh, yeah so I'm taking a little break because it was just all coming in together with school um, FDF the relief um, the relief like um, projects that we were doing and the pod so I was like I'm, I'm probably gonna take a little break until 2021 but yeah like yeah yeah, yeah it all started stacking up huh? <laughs> it's a chance to make up some ground bro <laughs> it's a battle man who's tallying the points why he's sleeping bro <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i would like to think maybe we could do that but i also knowing us uh, we're probably <laughs> the same if not worse oh gosh that's so true <laughs> no but i understand where it's coming from man like we did like didn't we take a pretty long break, like six yeah. months before we fixed all this online video yeah. stuff now? Like, like three in a month, three months. Yeah, well, I, don't, like, <laughs> I don't know now the time, but like, that's what it feels like. You just yeah. making it, it's, and we're thinking like on a weekly basis, which is kind of crazy yeah. when you see um, like content creators on YouTube or other platforms. Yeah, dude, they're, like, they're putting out a two weeks, man. Yeah, mad yeah. props to them. Also, even the other podcasts, like the bigger podcasts yeah. out there, uh, it's just like, yeah twice a week like know, two different yeah. types of shows i know for for the bigger people they're getting paid to do it also but at that yeah. point it is considered 
a job to to be making yeah. content, especially one where you're trying to keep a certain standard. I mean, like if it's like anything goes and people keep watching, maybe you know you get lucky that way. But for most people, they have to put a lot of work into just one. Yeah piece of content even if it's like just an yeah. hour or less yeah. and it's just us talking yeah. imagine the people who are putting in like yeah they have a production like, value in terms of like like exactly. like, <laughs> like some real know. substantial information yeah. <laughs> not saying that ours is yeah. not substantial but random but, uh, frank p <laughs> just, just saying like this is, a lot of this is just on the spot stuff with a little yeah, yeah. no <laughs> definitely yeah. man uh, and yeah, like to your point, I wanted to take like, you know, a little break and I'm probably not going to do the weekly thing because it kind of reached the point wherein like I was just trying to find whichever guests I could like last minute and just and trying like to put whatever I could together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and at the same time, like I stopped like enjoying it as much, the process at least. The podcasts are always fun. It's always great to catch up with people, yeah, but there, it's more yeah. of the process, making the outline, cutting up the, yeah. the audios, all Show that jazz. Notes, publishing, I feel Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like you think like podcasting is just having the podcast with the people, but like 80% of it is everything before the and after. Work. The legwork. Yeah. So yeah, just Mark taking. And I are lucky. We we have each other to kind of do like certain parts. We of split the it up, yeah. like a bit more. Like he does the audio, I do the video. He does the uploading to the audio, I do the uploading of the video and the show notes. So it's like totally balanced. I'm like, yeah. man, if I was one dude, I don't know if I could this, <laughs> man. Actually, I can't, I can't take all the props though, because um, about midway through season two, I got on board Justin with the key dubs. So oh, yeah, okay. he was. So he controls the slides and he does video now because he's oh, kind of yeah. into video editing. Oh, so he okay. he helped me with the video. So you, you gotta, huge you load off my back. That wingman position is a yeah no sure. definitely young James. There's no like young Joe James. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Joe Grant without Jamie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Oh, I should have both of you guys on uh, when you guys are ready to come back, like as part of Dude, your uh, as part sure. of your rollout again. So that'd be fun to talk. See uh, Very what your dude. process is like, and uh, compare how you know our dick size to yours as a uh, podcast. Essentially, <laughs> actually, it's... obviously they'd win, Mark. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 all right. Before we get too much in the mud right now, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to remind everybody who's uh, either watching this or listening to this to uh, please like us. Um, you can like us on YouTube. You can subscribe to our page. Uh, you, you can hit that notification bell, but I don't really know what that does for us. But also, um, <laughs> you can share us and you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and you can follow us on Spotify. So please do that. Uh, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts too if you can. It helps get people to know more about our content. Uh, <laughs> They're like, that's without- a three and a half star. That's right. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. They're not bad conversation, but uh, minimal effort on the video. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'll take three and a half stars uh, any day. <laughs> Dude, I'll take a star. Um, yeah. anyway, I guess with that being said, we can go straight into the sports schmenter. It's only Let's get it. Why you have to be mad? Giannis trailing the <laughs> That's so sick. Oh, I love that. Shmei always gets me, man. <laughs> um, man, what a, it's been a while. Okay, so on the agenda, I have um, the NBA. I have the UFC, but that kind of fell through because Curtis Blades got COVID. Um, and Was it Curtis I, Blades? Wasn't it another dude? 
I think it was Curtis Blades because it was it was just the main event that was taken down. The other stuff mm-hmm. happened. And I, um, I didn't watch it this morning because of the I guess boxing is on your <laughs> list. Yeah, Mike the Mike Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't put that on. I didn't even know that was happening until this morning when people were like, "Yo, how do we watch the fight?" And I was like, "Everyone's this hyped about Curtis Blades versus Derek Brunson, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson, pala." But uh, we can talk about that a little later on. The F1 Bahrain Grand Prix is going to be on tonight at like 10 p.m. Uh, we won't be on anymore for that, but we can maybe dabble into what we... A preview of what... Yeah, yeah, I, I, what I pretty much know what will happen, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Lewis Hamilton will win. Mac, uh, By how Max, much is the question? Yeah, Max Verstappen may get podium again. Okay, but anyways, obviously our main topic today is about the NBA because there has been so much happening in terms of free agency and in terms of trades and the draft happened since we last had a sports mentor and you know our, our teams have all been part of notable <laughs> events within those for for <laughs> better for sphere. worse for better for worse. <laughs> yeah. or for in the clippers case for pretty much the same <laughs> um all right yeah so i guess i want to start how are you guys feeling about the free agent so rocket is a new york fan if that wasn't obvious to anyone watching the video yeah. Yeah, he's repping the New York drip right now. The the Amari shirt, I mean, yeah, come on, that's, it's a classic. It's <laughs> a good one though. It's a good one. Though. Uh, it's not a J.R. Smith shirt. <laughs> oh no, he had a few good years there. Come that's on, that's in the yeah, closet. Just kidding. On, <laughs> he had a few good uh, alley oops for sure. Um, oh yeah. And uh, Mark is obviously a Phoenix fan, and I am a Clippers fan. But before we go on to to the the Phoenix Suns and the Clippers. Uh, how do you feel, Rock? About uh, who did you guys draft? Um, we we drafted Ob Toppin. So OB Toppin, yeah. my initial reactions were kind of low. So, but I think before I even like explain to how my I, rea- I reacted was is that I, I've been actually very in, into the draft as of the past five years, and that's because like you know the Knicks have been bad for the past yeah. five years. Like that's, that's <laughs> your, had that's a lot of state. That's the yeah. highlight of so the year. It's, it's not by choice. It's not by choice that I've been into it. But then, like, <laughs> it kind of started growing on me because ever since the Perzingis draft, like, I super wanted, like, Jalil Okafor. Or, I don't even know if he was still in that range, but I just wanted a handful of other people. And then they drafted Perzingis. And like that little kid, I was also booing. I was like, boo! <laughs> Who wow. the fuck is this white guy? Boo! And then he came out and just started bawling. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, I did not yeah. see this coming. And ever since then, yeah, I was just like super into the draft because, you know, you really never know. And the, the, every year there's so many countless like scouts and draft experts that keep analyzing this player. Oh, this person's going to be the next big thing. Oh, this person's going to be the next big thing. But you really never know. I mean, Donovan yeah. Mitchell went like 13. Shea mm-hmm. Gilgis Alexander also went about like 12 to 13. Yeah. Drafted by the then, Clippers. What? what? <laughs> where are you now, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but where, <laughs> where, 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 it was worth it. It was worth it. Where's Porzingis at, too? Yeah. <laughs> who? who? Where's who? who? I'm sorry. I, I don't know who that is. Me. Yeah. I don't know any Porzingis. <laughs> but you're right. But, I mean, the draft analysis, especially with like number one picks, when you look at where... I was watching this video on Facebook where the NBA posted all number one picks since 1980. And I was like, maybe half or more than half of these guys, I have busted. no idea who yeah. they are. And then there are another chunk where I know who they are, but I didn't know they would be number one picks, especially for, for that year. Like... um. 
one I get reminded of is like Glenn Robinson, the yeah. was on the Bucks, right? Mm. For major- like that's where he got most of his, I guess, his fame. And I was like, he's a number one pick. I thought he was maybe like a three and D guy, right? Na- I meant like that's <laughs> what he would feel like now. Maybe of course, yeah. not as familiar with that era because that was a bit earlier. But uh, strange number one pick. Yeah. Not, it's, it doesn't seem like a sure it's, thing, right? Even though you think it's gonna be a sure thing, it never Mark really L. is. Thirteenth. Yeah. No, I mean, there's still some hope for him. Thirteenth pick is where it's at. That's that's yeah. the Kobe pick. Actually, um, Devin Booker is the thirteenth pick. I think really? you said Donovan Mitchell's thirteen or fourteen, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kawhi's around fifteen. So yeah, the mid range, man. I I feel like that's where people get um. Players who are still good and they get put on good situations where yeah. it, it works out for them. Yeah, kind and that's right. why it's crazy because it's like you know, even though there's so many experts, you never really know. And you know, it's not even like just one or two as experts that like you know rank these people. It's like a, yeah. a cumulative of everyone, yeah. and they're yeah. all they're like, like, "This oh, is the dude. This is the dude." Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Okay, there are twelve guys better than this guy," and then that person ends up becoming like a two-time MVP. It's just like. So crazy. So yeah, back to your question on the top end pick. Like I at first I was pissed about it because there were other people that I would have wanted. Like Tyrese Halliburton was good. We need a point guard. He's good. And then uh, maybe like Devin Vassell, who's like a three and D player. But at the same time, all of our past b- draft picks besides R.J. Barrett, they were all like you know swinging for the fences. Frank Nilakina, yeah. he's like supposed to be like Drew uh-huh. Holiday apparently. Yeah, yeah. And then like Kevin Knox, next Kevin Durant though, like Tang Ina, <laughs> dude. But can't so, shoot. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Durant but can't shoot. So you know, so it's like Obi Toppin's not like doesn't have the highest ceiling, but you know what you're gonna get. He's like a 22 year old who will mm. put the ball in the basket, fucking dunk, and he yeah. has some legitimate shooting. So, and he's from Brooklyn. So and he cried a lot during the draft night. So yeah, you, know, yeah. you want to get players that actually want to be in the Knicks, which don't come yeah. by very often. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about RJ Barrett? I mean, he's a year old in the draft uh, league. He's a nice piece. I think he's gonna have like a 15-year career. Like he's gonna be a serviceable NBA player for a long time. But he's he's not the guy. He's not the guy that's not gonna bring us guy. yeah to the next level. He's gonna be uh, like those like. Udonis Haslam guys I think he'll be in like the Knicks forever unless he goes to Toronto but I don't know he just doesn't have the athleticism to like you don't do think it. he's but like an he's, I think he can make it a couple of times maybe one once or twice that type of player and then I mean also it's hard to judge because he was put in a really shit situation last year like there was yeah. no spacing at all and he just drive into the lane there are like four other bodies there so you know we'll see we'll have to see this year Pretty interesting. Not anymore. That's Detroit. Right? That was like <laughs> yeah, an issue. That, is that was an issue now, yeah. when they drafted Obi and um you had you have Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, right? And um yeah. well, Bobby Portis was on there. Bobby Portis, yeah. Yeah, Archie, he's he, his butt's out though. He's in the Bucks now. Yeah, yeah, right. They released yeah. they yeah. released um, Thank Portis. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> punch punch Bob Squarepants. Yeah, that guy's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, other than that, like, you know, actually, since we, you did mention earlier in the pod that we were going to go through our winners and losers, I would, like, this is a hot take, right off the bat, I think the Knicks are my winner, and let me explain, the reason why. For the draft? For the draft? 
For, for the off season. Well, okay. Oh wow. This is a high. The hot thing. Right. I'm, I'm coming. Right. I'm coming in hot. And this is my main reason why they okay. are the sure. biggest winners That's because your, they didn't yeah. do anything stupid. No. Oh, that's okay. so reason they didn't do anything stupid uh, they didn't sign Gordon Hayward to a max I mean <laughs> yeah. I would have I would have no. liked Fred Van Vliet but I mean like you know you, you never know like it might be another Nixie thing where you know he just regresses after a while and you know they just didn't do anything stupid it was a weak yeah. draft class it was a weak free agency like you know class as well and we were actually patient and we're gonna develop the young guys and for me <laughs> that is a dub <laughs> so the best That's the best low standards it was uh, yeah we not do anything we didn't do nothing yeah we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't do anything That's good. yeah baby yeah. i'll take that dub any day any day but um yeah what about you guys who are your winners i guess or how you feel about your team I mean, if well, you're talking about general Mark, NBA go ahead, yeah. winners, losers, I guess the winners would have been um, the Lakers for sure. I think they made upgrades at the positions that um, they were they were okay at. I mean, like let's say for the point guard, you switch Rondo because he wanted more money, and you're gonna take him. Dennis Schroeder, who was playing well at, uh, on Oklahoma, yeah, and he was probably what the third the, the third choice in Oklahoma behind Chris Paul and Chai, right? Yeah. So that's that's one, and he's still pretty young, I think. Like Rondo was playoff Rondo's fine, but rest of the year Rondo is like more of <laughs> you a don't burden, even know if he's right? Healthy. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not sure what you're gonna get out of him. He might fight your teammate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, and then for the big men, they had um, Javale and Dwight leave. Well, they traded Javale. Dwight signed to, to the Sixers, which is like, uh, <laughs> he I, juked I them. Know. I don't know. <laughs> he he signed know. with the, with. He signed with Philly after two hours after deleting a tweet saying "purple and gold for life, baby." And he he deleted his Twitter too, like completely, because he knew oh, really? oh, I'm gonna get shit for this one. <laughs> so, and they get Mark Gasol, who's older, less athletic, but I guess just a better team player overall. I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, Dwight and Javale have the reputation of not being the best, or not not necessarily the best teammates, but like not the easiest to fit into your system because they have some limitations. But yeah. it's like attitude. They got Mark Gasol, dude. Like that's Mark Gasol. They also got Montrez from the Clips. So who? who? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are also salty. You guys are also salty, man. It's not my fault. Still stings. He was the freaking cause of all the drama in the locker room last year. And are then you goes, sure? Is Bro, that, really that was confirmed? those really? were the reports. Those were the reports coming out last year. But I was like, okay, we're, we're gonna figure it out when we run it back. And then they were like, okay, we're not going to sign him. Like, okay, fine, but, we're not going to sign him. But I feel like, but like um, the year before where it was him and Lou Williams. It was, he, he was unhappy with Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah, because yeah, maybe was, they, uh, I, I can see why. Like, they yeah. he came, or they came in to a team that was kind of like, we overachieved the previous year. So, yeah. We're saying that we're not we're you're not here to just like save us. We're here to win a championship, but you're just part of the team. You're not the you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not much more above you're us, not the especially guy. I don't know, just be a professional though. I, I yeah, think that was yeah, my whole but, thing. Like yeah. Lou Williams never said shit. <laughs> Pat Bev yeah. kept but, uh, but it seems like it seems said like too Lou much. Williams doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Lou Williams doesn't mind much to to a yeah. fault, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like a good start with the Lakers, where he knows where he is in the hierarchy, since he's the new guy, will probably be a bit better for him. And he's under LeBron's agency, wise. so he will be put yeah. in his place. And if yeah. he has a problem with star treatment, then he's going to get booted out anyway. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. why. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, yeah, for the Clippers, it didn't work out. But I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not really that uh, negative on his attitude as a whole. Maybe it's just a specific case. I don't know. He just always came off as. I mean, it was it was. Salt. While he he was sounded salty, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Years ago, you were like, "This is the guy." I know that feel, soul. bro. I know <laughs> that feel. It's all good, baby. It's hey, all man. good. Hey, man. <laughs> you embrace I can, it. <laughs> I can find. I can find it in myself. Like I'm sure if you log back in my memory, I said somewhere Montrez needs to learn how to play defense, and that was a concern. And also, he shouldn't have played against Jokic in the in the in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Should've, it should have been Zubac. But that's a Doc thing. Like yeah. that was Doc's call. That was. Oh, he bounced too. A... So damn. Yeah. Well, he didn't bounce. Yeah, I... He got he got fired. So. He got booted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I actually want to ask you, like, how do you feel about the Doc firing? Because, like, I don't know if you guys covered it in your last episode, but I'm just curious to see what you have uh, to say about I it. I think I think it was necessary. Um, it's I've been I was happy when we picked Doc up, and then uh, each year progressively, he just made a lot of questionable decisions because he tried to play that whole like I'm not your I'm not the coach you think I am meta, so I'm not gonna make the obvious choice. You know, I'm gonna trust my guys to play their way through it. <laughs> And at the first few years, I was like, this is so dope. We have a player coach. But after a while, it was like, come on, man. Put Zubac back in the game. <laughs> like, he's playing <laughs> better against Jokic. Honestly, player coaches are not who you want. I mean, example A, David Fisdale. Quote-unquote players coach. Jesus. See where that led us. Oh, I don't know. Wait. The Knicks are a special case. Everyone goes there to die. <laughs> not like you've ever yeah. had a guy. Wow, yabang na bigla na to. Birkit may Chris Paul na, dude. <laughs> you were in the ruts with us, too. I'm speaking, from, I'm speaking from we're still not a proven team. I'm just saying, like, you know, the evidence. Some of these teams, especially where fans have been around, they're always going to stay like Fair enough. It's, it's everything else. I'm like, maybe it's us, dude. We have. I always thought, like, the owner of the Suns is really keeping us behind because he doesn't like spending money. Oh, you want to talk about owners? You want to talk about <laughs> owners? Either of you want to talk about owners? Y'all didn't have freaking. Oh, what's that? What, the, what's the, the racist, racist man. Racist motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you. Forget you him. It's not important. Bro, he's the reason we're in LA. We could have been the San Diego Clippers happily, man. <laughs> homie had to illegally move us to LA. But anyway, I digress. Um, I feel like that's a win. <laughs> It, it's you don't have to play across the Lakers, bro. You don't have their fans. Yeah, but if you just if you would just win, <laughs> it would have been yeah. easy. Yeah. If only it were that easy, though. I mean, like yeah, Lob you know, City, Lob City Clippers had their moment. Like they Lakers yeah, and we those. Also, we also Lob came up at the 40. same time as the freaking Golden State Warriors, so you can't really. <laughs> it's like I'm just hearing um, just hearing a lot of reasons. Yeah, you know, you know what, uh, you know what, uh, you know how effects come about through causes but anyway <laughs> um, yeah uh, in s- just going back to the draft for a bit uh, the Clippers were actually able to pick up I think two or three draft picks we got uh, through through our trade with uh, Detroit and and uh, Brooklyn for Luke Kennard we shipped away Landry Shaman I'm actually okay with that move you know Kennard is like a 
it's like an Same. upgrade, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but like it shoots with the left now and has more dribbling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can pass but, uh, it, pass the rock a little bit more than yeah, Shamit, I think. A little has bit. A few more. He's a little bit trickier. Uh, Oturu, Daniel Oturu. He's like a center from the University of Minnesota. This dude's six ten. He can shoot the three and can drive and can rim protect but the problem is homie doesn't know how to pass so i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's gonna happen there we also got a guy named jay scrub that's not great to have a guy yeah it's uh, uh, scrub that's, on your team that, that's a chip on your shoulder i'll tell you that yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh i mean he was uh he, he's a juco player he's not actually an ncaa player so uh uh if, if y'all watch friends that last chance to <laughs> so uh, he was player of the year in 2020 for NABCNJCAA. Uh, oh, N- 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 I I don't know. I mean, for I I, I, would just, alphabet I would just go <laughs> out to say like if you're a team like the Clippers, you're not looking at the draft for your the pieces yeah, that you're missing, yeah. right? No, but you know I I'm happy about it because you know if we fuck up again this year and Kawhi and Paul George leave, we got a future. We got a future, Those two guys? guys? Really? Yeah. Who knows? Who Daniel Aturu and Jay Scrubs? Oh. Dude, dude, don't <laughs> doubt it. Don't doubt it. <laughs> hey, you, you actually got Aturu from us. We traded you guys that, that yeah, pick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, for what? What did you guys get? Okay, Um. well, we can get back into the Knicks after, but l- why don't we talk about the Phoenix Suns a little, like right now? Because we haven't yeah, talked yeah. about them yet. We talked yeah. about the Knicks. I mean, talk I can go on and on about yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure, but sure, sure, um, how do you feel about the Suns, Mark? I want to be conservative in saying it was a, a good um, off-season or like free agent season for, for the Phoenix Suns, of course. We picked up Chris Paul, Jay Crowder. Um, We had yeah, to lose Kelly right. Oubre. Um, Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines signed. Uh, yeah. So, I just want to be conservative in saying like, it it's probably going to be a better season for the Suns this this coming one. But I mean, Chris Paul is pretty old. Jay Crowder is. I don't know how, how much we signed him for for how long. But it's not like he's not gonna be the one that puts us over the top for anything like a big playoff run or even close to a championship. Sure. So it's just like a slight improvement to keep the momentum going. Hopefully. And then they find other pieces along the way, yeah. especially I meant since they're still developing DeAndre Ayton, um, Mikael Bridges kind of I think in the bubble when Kelly yeah, Oubre was out himself proved himself. So I think that's yeah. why they were okay with less losing Kelly Oubre because he plays that two-three type of player. And he's pretty good defensively, like a three and D yeah. type guy. I think. And That's they said you... Kelly Oubre's eyes were too distracting on the bench, something like that. <laughs> yes. It's too too beautiful, man. He's too good looking. What? Yeah. I mean, I, and I, he got I, traded right I, after I, doing the valley shoot. You know how he had that oh, valley yeah, shoot yeah, with like yeah, the Lamborghini, yeah. and then like yeah. two days later gets traded and like stabbed. I mean, I, I like <laughs> I like the energy he brought and like his his style as a player with mm-hmm. Devin Booker. You know, you're making your your well. You have a backcourt who had Ricky Rubio, Devin Booker. We also lost Ricky Rubio, of course. Yeah. Of course, you yeah. get Chris Paul, so it's, I think it's fine. I just like Ricky yeah. Rubio. You know, he was like one of those guys where it's just like you like having him on your team because he's yeah. a smart player. I think we'll do better, but uh, I mean, I don't know what this will look like in three, four years yet. So yeah. <laughs> that's the weird part, right? What, what's yeah, I, I think. I think Chris Paul moves the needle though honestly like he's I think it's pretty huge because he's a good leader he yeah. knows like how the game works and I, I mean Booker can ball but I, think I don't think he's like the same where alpha where we at least can see Devin Booker with a teammate that can at least has shown 
the same caliber. I mean, like Chris Paul used to be a top top ten or even top five in the NBA yeah. in, in his prime. At so a certain it's, point, yeah. I think it's the first time Devin Booker has had a teammate like that, especially with the proof of last season for Chris Paul, where he played a great season with the OKC, got into the playoffs, showed a lot of fight. So I didn't like Chris Paul as much before, but based on this just this past season I'm, I'm i'm happy to have him on the on the sun yeah man. and why hopefully we... he can light the fire up Aiton's ass to finally play yeah, some fucking defense yeah. bro. that's why it's more <laughs> of like i think the bubble suns was like the proof that you've got Wait, a concept that works yeah. and then now it's like how do you keep that going through more of the year because even yeah. the start of the regular season last year we started really strong Suns were like one of the last undefeated teams in the early part of the season, if I remember yeah. correctly. And it, you know, mid-season it just fell off. Hopefully, yeah. yeah I think I think you guys got a winner. Still a winning. Yeah. You guys got a good draft pick, J- um, Jalen Smith. Yeah, tenth He's, pick. Yeah, uh, it's a little reach. A bit of a, a bit of a reach. Yeah, there were some criticisms. Though. There were some criticisms where they could have traded down and still gotten him. That's the more yeah. of the idea. But I think. Um, our, our GM right now is James Jones, if you didn't know. Yeah. The mm. former, like, uh, Miami Troops, Heat, sharpshooter. Miami, Miami Heat all the way to Cleveland with, had the same, uh, was it, six, seven straight finals, the same as LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> he's gone to the, the front office job. So, yeah. he's still kind of new, I think. So, maybe that's why he wanted, he didn't want to play with, like, trading down and might not get the guy he really wanted as a, in terms of a player. So we didn't lose anything for drafting him at the end, but people just said you could have traded down to get yeah. him still. It's all right. He's like, yeah, he's like a Przingis light. Like he can't I mean, create, forwards create fine, shots. Right? That's yeah. like yeah. the position where I was like, I can't remember who's playing. Dario Saric was a fine power forward, yeah. but you could always, if you find an improvement, yeah. I think. Get some youth, you know, and like. Saric would probably uh, be even better coming off the bench, I think. Exactly. And then you don't have to like play Frank Kaminsky. So oh, we, I think we can't sign him anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, he oh. was I mean, like, there were moments where it's like, he's pretty flexible, like four, but yeah, still took too many threes for me to right? feel comfortable having him on the floor most it's of like, the time. Bro, you're a sub, okay? That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. um, <Nah. laughs> he's I a bust. Pretty, I was pretty uh, happy for you guys to get Chris Paul just because I wanted to see Chris Paul go to a good team. I wanted to see Chris Paul uh-huh. go to the Clippers, but that wasn't going to happen because we didn't have money. So seeing him go to it's a team It's just strange, like right? Suns, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Suns are okay and Chris Paul was like, bro, I was like, OKC feel, felt like a more cohesive <laughs> team than the Suns. It's their relationships, they made it the I think. Um, it's because he's he's pretty good friends with James Joe, uh, James Jones. Am I right? Uh, yeah, really? And the, Are they? Yeah, yeah. They have they have a relationship, and then um, also the who's your coach? Yeah, Monty Williams. I think yeah, coached Monty him Williams. in New Orleans. And um, and he has the same agency uh, or the same agent as Devin Booker. So I'm pretty sure that that's, that's something. That's fine they've talked about yeah and also like maybe that's what i I think they will i think they'll make it seven eight west is a kill box bro (laughs) yeah it is a kill box but i mean i don't know i feel like cp3 can kind of change the culture of phoenix that hasn't really been a competitive team since the amari nash days man i feel i mean if he could do the same thing he did for oklahoma it's kind of like that's what i'm saying right Exactly, and I although Shea is like a super good player that any 
like you know team would love to have him on the team yeah. Booker's like a class A player yeah Booker's he's like ready. a class A player he's, he's ready to take the yeah. next step knocking on the I door think. to superstar for sure yeah. yeah and he needs a guy like Chris Paul I was uh I think it was I think it was like uh Tim McMahon who was saying um you get a guy like Chris Paul to show Devin Booker what his everyday looks like. How does he stay yeah. in shape? How do you, how do you get through the season and make it out yep. where you need to yeah. be at the end, right? That's where I exactly. felt like the Suns have been lacking. I was like, they've had good players, but they just couldn't navigate the whole season the smartest way. Yeah. Where if they lose players, they go on like big losing streaks, and you, it's hard to make that up. Although yeah. with this new play-in... Was that the format, the play-in? Yeah, play-in format. Is that till the ten, like tenth seed? How do you guys feel about that? It was fun it's in the bubble, right? I mean, exciting, like that yeah. Minnesota. Oh, I think it's exciting. The Portland and the yeah, Portland Memphis uh, game was a, yeah. a great yeah. game for like a Dude, yeah, for and the, like, the Nets game too. As hell for that, yeah. 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 yeah, I think it's fun because like in baseball you have this thing called a wild card game. Yeah. So this is yeah this is basically like the teams that had the best record but weren't top in their division, so they get a chance of a one game playoff to make it against the first seed of like, think, the, the whole I think, conference. I think in baseball and I think NFL also has a wild card seed like that because the divisions and the conferences matter so much mm. more in those sports yeah. currently yeah, NBA yeah. kind of didn't they used to do that like yeah. if you're the division winner you get one of the top four seeds yeah. in, your, in the conference and they stopped yeah. doing that it's just basically the best eight teams for west and best eight teams for east right which works so, yeah. but I just think it's works. exciting like yeah. you know yeah, yeah, it yeah. adds a little bit more of a like playoff atmosphere even before yeah. playoff yeah. games yeah. that start I don't, I don't see why it could be worse right like if you're the eight seed yeah. you're barely there anyway so yeah. replacing you with the tenth who if like they're streaking towards the end of the season like the Suns did in the bubble it's like maybe the Suns would have done better than Portland or, uh, Portland was also streaking up right so maybe yeah. they would have I they did better than what I th- think Memphis would have if Memphis stayed in the playoffs yeah so yeah. turns out to be yeah. a, I think it's a good thing for that I'm actually okay with that. Um, it also kind of gives the eighth seed a chance to kind of get locked into the playoff feel right away yeah, before yeah, playing mm-hmm. the one seed, you know. Definitely, but, and yeah. it also just overall just um, increases the chances of upsets. And I feel like that's one thing that the NBA doesn't really have very often. Like the teams that win at all are like the top four teams every single time. The last anomaly wherein that happened, I think was the Dallas Mavericks back in 2010, 2011, when they beat the Heat. They were like a six seed and they made it all the way. But other than that, it never happens in basketball. So a a seven game series is just like, it takes out any randomness of like Mm -hmm. results. Yeah. Like the the baseball, the wild card game is in a one game playoff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like mm-hmm. you just have and a then bad the division for your, your pitchers off is like oof, you're you're out exactly. of the playoffs, bro. Yeah, but I mean, it just makes the stakes that much higher. So yeah. I don't know that for me, that's that's when like the the real alpha uh-huh. dogs really true, show true. themselves. Yeah, yeah, so that's my take on it at least. And then similarly, like in the NFL, where it's all one game playoffs, like throughout the playoffs, it's only one game yeah. for each. That's why you get so many. I don't. It's hard to become a repeat champion in the NFL. You just have a bad injury the next year. You're pretty much sure. done because you only have one chance to make it up, really. Yeah, or like someone gets COVID in the. Yeah, the, I think oh, I think yeah. especially this year that'd be a concern. Yeah, so um, with with those things being said, uh, 
Oh, also, the Clippers got Serge Ibaka. I'm pretty happy with that. I oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dub. Yeah. That's a dub in yeah. my opinion. I actually think in terms of a fit, it's a better fit than Harold just because you get someone who can space the floor. Um, probably, if you play, let's say you play him in the exact same way you played Harold off the bench. Um, you can either play him with Zubac and it's a better have shooter. a big lineup. Yeah, exactly. And then, or you can play him with Morris. You make Ibaka the five. And then you have shooters. I think all I, the court, I think so. your your small ball game plan changes a lot because Ibaka's probably yeah. not as athletic as not as Montrez, athletic, but so you yeah. can play a more traditional lineup. No, and it works with like the pace and space that the Clippers often play with. Alatang yeah. like uh, pace and space setting <laughs> yeah. on, the, on my no, GM. It's, <laughs> it's really it's really because the Clippers with the with the it works out better for have. Nuggets and Lakers matchups. I think. Yeah, and for the Serge players Ibaka. that we have who like to, to slow down the ball, you know, um, the reason last year why when we would slow down the ball, it would stall into like a into like a really bad offensive possession was because eventually you'd pass the ball around and then you'd be like, we, we don't have enough guys that can confidently take this shot. So <laughs> at least we get something. Uh, but yeah, I still don't think that we're um, significantly better than last year. If anything, we're marginally better than last year. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know about the Boris signing though. The, I mean, the, it was me a four-year deal of eighteen million dollars a year, and he's thirty-two. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I I love Marcus Morris. He was a Nick for half a season yeah. last year, and you know, he he's a dog as Fizdale would like yeah, to say yeah. it. But like, I don't know, eighteen million for four years. That's yeah. uh, I know. That's gonna. That's I don't know how that's gonna age. But let's see. Let's see, cause I want to see Lang how he can develop now that he has a whole season with the Clippers rather than. I mean, bef- when we picked him up last season, it was like two weeks or three weeks before everything got stalled or something. So uh, I just want to see like um, how he'll fit in a system, like an actual system with the training camp and everything, like even a slight training camp. And I think it's 18 million a year is not too bad by like the second year. You could probably ship him if, if yeah. it's not working out and we lose Kawhi and Paul George anyway, you know? That's true. Uh, so that being said, what do you guys think could still happen like for the remainder of the off season? So some things that have been floated around in uh, the ethos are James Harden to the Nets for whatever type of deal. Um, nah, I don't West- think it's gonna happen. Nah. Uh, Westbrook being traded. Uh, the Clippers are one of those potential destinations. New York is another one of those potential destinations. God no. God no, that? please. <laughs> yeah, Dude, honestly, real talk. If the Knicks trade for Russell Westbrook. And give All up like either R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, or Obi Toppin, or any first round picks. Oh no, fine. Okay, first round picks are probably a given for Russell Westbrook. But I'm bouncing, dude, for real. I've been a Knicks fan <laughs> for too damn long, and if I just see the same thing over ha- like happen again, I don't know. I- I'm 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 gonna lose it. But yeah. I mean, he'd make the Garden more excited, but. He's no, making forty-five million yeah. on this last year. That's a player option. Got you gonna turn down forty-five million? I'm not gonna I'm turn not. down forty-five million. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there's that, and, and people are talking about it. Like I'm on a few Clippers groups, like on Reddit and Facebook, and people are just like, "What you guys thinking? Should we get Brody?" I was like, "Hell no, no bro! Like that's not." <laughs> You guys see what we're missing? It's not that. <laughs> Dude, actually, speaking of Reddit, it's funny because I'm also on like the Knicks Reddit, and once the news broke out, the top post because like you know you can start it from top yeah, post. Yeah, Very yeah. top post was no, period, <laughs> <laughs> just no, and then it got like so many upvotes, just like no, no explanation needed. It was just no. That's so funny. <laughs> um, 
Alright, so other things that could happen. So Yanis is up to sign a super max deal where he would get something like 260 million over five years, I think. That would be a record-breaking amount of money for any superstar to sign with their franchise. Um, what do you guys think? You think? What do you guys think about the Bucks? First of all, before we go into Giannis, like they got Drew Holiday, they botched the Bogdanovich trade. Um, I think that was a big L. Yeah, big the, the, L, when, right? when they lost Bogdanovich, and you know, I personally think that he's gonna resign. Like yeah. they just had too much faith in him. He's not the type of guy that will just bounce. Like he's a very you know, I was watching. Person. Yeah, I was watching his interviews, and he's the type of guy that you know when they don't win, he doesn't blame it on anything else but himself. It's like, how can I be better? How like what did I do wrong? And that's a lot of money, bro. That's, a lot of money, <laughs> that's like fifty million dollars a year. I mean, he still got time if... after that contract to still chase a championship, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Four twenty-five. And he's so good. I feel like he's the type of player. Yeah, he's the type of player that could just like demand a trade, and you know, it would happen. Exactly. He's yeah, that so the caliber. Team would, the other team would figure out how to get him. Yeah, yeah that's I, what I, I was thinking it, too. Signs, if you have a team like Miami, for example, and um, you know they have they have the, they they're, they're keeping the cap space open so that they can possibly still even make a move if he does sign the Super. It's a long shot for me. It's a long shot, but you know, it's just something. It's still there. It's I like, like the, the idea of Giannis uh, in in either of those teams, Mavericks yeah. or Heat, just because they're more ready. I would say than the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are still like they just got Drew Holiday, but I still don't see what yeah. the whole like how how they're gonna get to the championship with this team against the Lakers. Or, yeah. Yeah. The I think it's game. still TBD. TBD apparent for the Bucks because I mean it was an upgrade, but I don't know by how much, and, and you I don't know. I, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And I was listening to the podcast of the Ringer a while ago, and somebody brought up a really good point wherein they were saying, um, I don't know if Giannis would want to go to the Mavs because, like, if you go to the Mavs, then you're gonna Lucas their guy. So yeah. is he gonna accept being number two? Although a Luca and like Giannis pick and roll would be absolutely filthy. Horrendous. My Horrendous. Life. Like, like I don't know. This is Giannis okay with not having the ball? And yeah, Prop- that's. What I feel. I feel like they could have figured it out. They're both yeah. pretty smart players. Where it's they're not their style looks dominant, but because Giannis has to be that way. But I don't think yeah. he necessarily loves having the ball. He's um, not an ego guy. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't feel like, like it doesn't feel like. Guy. Yeah, and Luca just looks like a smart player, like who can who can adapt. But uh, yeah. oh shit, you gave me a beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I can work with this. You can get um, you can get more open shots off off the pick and roll, right? Heck yeah, create some more separation, <laughs> more the mismatches. Paint just becomes impossible. You have freaking. Yeah. And it would be a night. Uh, it would be a nightmare for the matchup. Or uh, imagine a double, uh, double pick of like Giannis and Porzingis, and then what one rolls, know? one pops, one, and then you look at has what a ball. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> it's, it's like, so fucked. I don't think you can switch on any of those on those um, those picks just because it's like uh, we're gonna create two mismatches. Yeah. Luca off the dribble or Giannis with a smaller guy on him. Wouldn't I mean like? But or you have Chris to close Stops. out Luca because he can shoot the step back three from that's why. Like three feet that's away why. from the line. Oh man! I like that um, idea. The Heat just feels like um, Giannis fits in that culture. Like yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Butler showed how much being bought into the Heat culture can do for a whole team. 
He whipped so, his team, bro, in the playoffs. They destroyed the Bucks. They ate them alive, man. But that's a, that's something that the Ringer mentioned too. It's like with Giannis, he seemed, he's a high pride guy. He's not an ego guy, but like, would he join a team? He's so competitive. Like, does he have it in him to join the team that knocked him out of the playoffs? Yeah. You know, that's that's a that's something I think he would actually have some difficulty with. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. But I didn't but think yeah. of it that way at all. Just it didn't. It doesn't. Come, come off as that kind of situation to me. Sorry, that's my dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when KD went to the Warriors, it felt different like compared to if you KD is a fucking snake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. heartbreaker, <laughs> Oh, man. No, um, but I mean, I get him. <laughs> well, what do we think about the Nets? I mean, I mean obviously, Rocket's going to have some opinions about this, them being the, the little brother across the lake, but... Uh, do we think that like how you said little brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Clippers like... said the little brother across the boulevard <laughs> so it's like um, but uh, yeah what, what do you guys think do you think they'll be successful Kyrie and, and KD like does that work I don't know I feel like it all depends if KD comes back the same player if he does then it's nasty bro and Even 80% of the same yeah. player I feel like that yeah. would be and as long as Kyrie doesn't start bitching, then they should be fine. <laughs> My... I don't believe their buddy buddy thing, man. I yeah. I, I I I can't say for sure. Like I can't imagine where they end up because that that variance is so high. You know what I mean? Like the low end could be Kyrie. Kyrie's not doesn't fit on the team still. KD doesn't come back to where he needs to be to to, to lead the team. So they're basically probably what. I would imagine eighth or ninth like that. It would just look weird. Yeah, that would and be. Then, I feel like sixth would be their bottom. You think right? eighth or ninth, really? I if, don't if, think eighth or ninth. On the worst man. case, in the worst case scenario. Yeah. Last year, the eighth seed was the Magic, bro. I think they're better than the Magic. <laughs> Even without KD and Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a dysfunctional team, where they don't have this yeah. strong culture to to withstand hey, the effect. Maybe. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm just saying because like <laughs> the Celtics, the Celtics got like really affected by Kyrie being on the team. That's and true. I would say that they have a stronger system in place than the Nets. Yeah, as, as that's is. True. But fair I mean, the high end is like number one seed, right? Like if they both yeah. come back, they gel. Be it's top three. Yeah, yeah top I don't three, know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's true. I, I don't know, man. Kyrie's Weird. a powder. Uh, yeah, I would just say like I don't really like. I just don't like. KD or Kyrie, so it doesn't really matter to me. I'd prefer if they do worse, just because I, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm fine with KD. Kyrie has, he's, I love his game, but gosh, he's just so. Awful. Oh, I will never he's deny. He's a fucking that. weirdo, man. Like, I will never he deny. The world's flat. But, but acid, man. But KD, <laughs> KD does so many things where I don't, I don't like how he carries himself sometimes. I mean, that the whole soft idea, I get, I get, it gets exaggerated a lot. But he does so many things where it's like. If he is kind of really, soft, man. Yeah, he is kind of soft. That's why. That's why it's like, are you sure, man? Like, he really get affected by too much. I mean, like, if he heard us on this podcast, he'd, yeah, like, he'd, call, like, he'd get the link with his food and come in and no. talk yeah. I bet I could beat you in one-on-one. No shit, man. She's seven yeah. feet. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, he's fighting, picking fights with guys who are probably on their couch with eating chips off yeah. their belly button. Yeah, and he's exactly. just like, I'm better than you. And it's like, yeah, why are you obviously. Bothering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 
fuck fuck the Nets, but I don't, I don't really care about. Them. <laughs> I'm I'm alright. I like God. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I want to see him win. Yeah, I like the I like the rest of them. Or is it Karis Levert? Levert also. Oh, but I was like, yes. why don't you why don't you pay this guy? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, J- I don't Jared want. Jared Allen also is yeah. super good. Like as much I'm, as I hate it, admit it, he's super good. I, and I I really uh, didn't like when um they did well two years ago with D'Angelo, and then they kind of like. Just left them out because they could get a bigger dude with Kyrie. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, yeah. man, that's how you ruin cultures because you're like, we're going to look for quick fixes rather than creating a whole um, like process to, they, to to build this team up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they fire Kenny Atkinson, who made the system that started them off to be successful. Yeah, yeah it's fine with me. That was the weird. Clippers picked him up, so <laughs> that was weird. Oh, Atkinson's your head coach now. He's our assistant coach. So we have who's the head coach now? Oh, Tyloo. And then we have okay. Kenny Atkinson. I, I never really understood yeah, like his exactly, coaching identity. Exactly. It's like yeah. he got some he got some sick dance moves though. Have you seen that <laughs> in coaching, the in the bus the celebration party? Is I coached LeBron to the yeah. challenge. <laughs> it's basically like I have experience. Uh, yeah, but um, apparently the guys like him, and uh, I'm just glad we got Atkinson. I thought that was pretty cool. We got Dave Griffin too from the Heat. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. That 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 is a smart. Um, yeah. So, uh, let me ask you guys right. real quick. Oh yeah. What would you? Okay, like, are we wrapping up on the NBA talk? A little bit, but or, go ahead. A little go bit. Ahead, ahead. I don't know. Okay, what grade would you guys give your team? I guess, like in the off-season moves. Like, okay, I can go first. Yeah. So, like as I said, the Knicks did not do anything stupid, <laughs> and the, for me, that is a dub. We got rid of m- most of the scrubs. I mean, Randall and Peyton are back in the team. Um, I don't think Randall's gonna be here for much longer, though, in my opinion. Actually, Especially like Julius Randall, but Peyton is lost cause. Oscars. Bruh. Not on, he's not good on the Knicks. <laughs> nah, not on the Knicks. Yeah. He's not good on the Knicks. I don't know, man. He's a fucking Beyblade, man. <laughs> keep spinning and spinning and spinning but yeah like for me I f- like something that actually goes super under the radar that not a lot of people notice because obviously we're the Knicks and we're very irrelevant right now but we had picks 8 27 and 38 in the second round and we were able to swap 27 and 38 to 25 where we picked Emmanuel quickly who's a shooter you know mm-hmm. decent piece and 7 second round draft picks including mm-hmm. Ed Davis so just like flipping 2 for 6 I guess I don't know I, that, that was like a huge dub for me it and just shows Davis? yeah we had them for like a week and then we flipped them for two another 2 second oh, round okay. picks so we got them for 2 second round um, Minnesota and then we got like Omari Spellman and Jacob Evans, I think, in return and like two draft picks. I mean, they're not very good, but I mean, you know, it's just showing like That's they're actually party, planning. Yeah, it's a war. Dubs Nish, baby. Splash Bros. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It, for me, it just shows that they're looking towards the future. They signed some decent players. I mean, they're not stars. They're not going to move the needle at all. Burks, Austin Rivers, Nerlens Noel. I mean, hey, hey, they're all. Austin Rivers. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, uh, he's going to be. He's gonna be a Nick for three years, you know, and it's he's the first. Clippers, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're aight, but you know, it, it it it's nice how they're like showing a lot of focus really on the young guys, and you know, one step closer to Cade Cunningham in the twenty twenty one draft, which apparently is super stacked. Like I don't know. Okay. So yeah, so what's, what's the apparently. grade? What's the grade? Yeah. What's like, your? Uh, I would give. Oh yeah, I would give them a solid C plus. All right. 
a solid C plus. Okay. And a, like if you if you look at Ateneo, like you guys are both Ateneo, what does C five yeah, yeah. translation into? Above average. And that's okay with me. Fair that's enough. okay with me. I was thinking around like C plus C plus B. That, yeah. that, that was C plus at best, dude. I think <laughs> bumped them up to a B just because you said they didn't do anything stupid, and that's pretty, that's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the the Clippers, I'm I'm gonna go with like a solid C because we got we got Surge, which is good. Uh, we got we upgraded Surge and we upgraded the um the Canard. I'm okay with that. Good coaching staff. I'm happy with that, but. We didn't address the, the whole thing we needed, which is a point yeah. guard, like a true yeah. facilitator. And I, so I, I, don't, I, I don't see how you get better, better. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, I'll trade for Lonzo. Dude, honestly, I kind of want Lonzo. I kind of want Lonzo. And like, imagine back to LA. <laughs> no, yeah. it's a it's a package deal, bro. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's fine. I would take one. Because yeah. the Pelicans have a log jam now at point guard. They have Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball. You can't have Pat Lewis and Lavar. Like, both of <laughs> That's just too much to ask. Dude, they're going to make a podcast now, dude. Oh, <laughs> the Pat but, and Lavar. I would listen yeah. to that 10 out of 10. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, um, yeah, I'd give us a C. Let's see how the rest of uh, the, the, the free agency window goes, or like the trade window goes. I don't think there's Let's much more left they can really do, though. We can trade yeah, for a point guard. We can trade for a point guard, like because we're gonna let go of Noah, so that gives us something like gives us a Who? bit more money. More Noah Vonley. Oh, no, Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah. Yeah, Noah. Someone who's still eating up eight million dollars in their cap space from that ridiculous <laughs> fucking um, what's his name? I don't even I don't even remember his name, but um, he was the head coach of a Lakers team that won a couple of championships. And yeah. That guy, yeah, we, he we fucked might, us over. We might uh we might trade Lou Williams too, so we'll see. Uh, all right, Mark, how do you think Phoenix did? I would give um maybe a, a B plus. Yeah, that's B plus fair. because it's just like it's it's good moves, but I mean it really doesn't. Again, the main point is like what what does the future look like? Just because Chris Paul's just like how much more years does he got? But it yeah. will be a good season or good two to three seasons of. Sounds basketball where I think they'll be relevant in the West. And fun. They're gonna be And hopefully fun, in the time the time then they would have figured out what the next like plan for the future is. By getting a, a younger free agent or or some player develops more, like Aiton shows up more as becoming yeah. um on that level of all star maybe. Yeah. Something like that. And so an unexpected move, the Phoenix Suns acquire Bradley Beal. Something like <laughs> oh, that, that, right? Something <laughs> like that. Whenever I would play two K, like, like one of the signings nice. I would make those signings I would make was like a Clay Thompson like <laughs> player. That's yeah, who I wow. would try to get. Something yeah. like that. Three and D like reliable yeah. like Clay's scorer. never leaving the Warriors though. Yeah. As much as I always wanted like Clay to go to the Warriors too, but he's never leaving the Warriors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, B plus, right. maybe an cool. A minus if I'm being super like, uh, like optimistic. About it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say A minus um, actually. Outside looking I, in. I'm not mad at it. You got Chris Paul, dog. Yeah. And that's it says a lot about how not just the franchise is gonna develop, but Booker. Like I'm excited to see how he gets that he's gonna have an assassin mentor. True. So he's just gonna Jake Crowder is also more steady. I think like he's got the experience. Yeah. So, and I think it's the fire under Aiton's house uh, under Aiton's ass too. I think that's a huge thing because honestly, that guy could be so much better on defense. Yeah. It's like he for- yeah. he forgets he's a seven-one mammoth yeah. behemoth. He's just like, a chill yeah. dude, though. Yeah. <laughs> a chill dude. Like even on offense, I don't think he's like the most assertive. 
Yeah, but imagine if he was. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Um, before we wrap up the NBA, I just want to know any hot takes, uh, re- crazy uh, predictions, or any uh, de- like reasonable predictions you guys have. We all Over- know that the Lakers are probably gonna yeah, win based back on to everything. Back. So seen, other than that, other than that, no one did enough to. Uh, look like they could beat the Lakers. Beat the the Lakers, Lakers did right? more than enough to say that we're going to be better than we were last yeah. year. So that's why the Lakers moved like they were the ones who lost last season. Like yeah. <laughs> they made all these moves. <laughs> like they didn't just win a championship. They made the smartest looking moves. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, they did. Like where it makes sense to get yeah. Dennis Schroeder, um, Mark Gasol. Yeah. And um, Montrez, that's why I was like some solid pickups. Wesley, yeah, Wesley right. Matthews too, man. True, like, that's, true. That's it's relevant. It's the yeah. kind of players where I'm like, oh man, that's what and they would they would KCP. really like to get. Yeah. yeah, KCP I didn't like, but you know he did the best out of all their like. He was effective in the playoffs, role players. Man. He made big in the, shots. In the playoffs, he made right? big shots, man. Um, I know because I like Danny Green more, but he just didn't perform. Me too. Yeah, well, they got Wesley Matthews, so I think he fills in the same role at least. It's probably Danny bigger. Green. Yeah. Danny Green has I th- I feel like some people don't rate Danny Green's like championship experience high enough yeah, because yeah, when I, yeah. I was watching some highlights and I was like he's just making right plays at the right time he'll have a bad game yeah. but you know I mean everyone has a bad game as a role player but it's just like don't make mistakes when it's crucial and make yeah. good plays like the the three when you really need it of course he missed yeah. that one three from the fr- like the front to win the championship yeah, yeah but much, but you know right? what yeah. it, it it's still like you know you can't make them all. Three chips, three, man. Three yeah. chips yeah. and three yeah, different teams. Like respect where it's due. Yeah. Knicks haven't made the playoffs since 2012, bro. Like, <laughs> I'd love Danny Green to be in the team, bro. Sign me up to that Danny Green yeah. shit, man. Uh, well, how do you feel about the Sixers? Before we wrap this up on the NBA, how do we feel about the Sixers? Eh, I think they get worse with Dwight. <laughs> you Just so good. I, I think, I think they made some. Dark. Yeah. They have Doc. With Doc, and they got a lot more shooting. They got okay. Seth Curry. They have Danny yeah. Green now. If, if I'm yeah. taking in the Doc factor, they'll look way better in the regular season. It won't matter in the playoffs at all. <laughs> that's, Especially that's, if they can't stay that's, healthy. That's, yeah. that's, that's what it's going to look like to me. They're going to look way better in the regular season because they'll have more consistent presence mm-hmm. and yeah. um, leader. But uh, in the playoffs, when you have to, uh, like, basically the Clippers, what they face, like, yeah. You have to I was gonna say they look like the East Clippers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick hot take though. Who do you think is the first one to go from the process? Simmons or Embiid? I think they'll ship Embiid because um he's less healthy. Mm. You know, like it just makes it just sounds like that would be Oh, if you're talking about the if if you yeah, have the Sixers trade somebody out, it's gonna be Embiid. If someone wants to leave, it'll be Simmons. Like yeah. he, he yeah. wanted to leave. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I feel like it, they'll have a harder try, time trading a beat because he kind of is the process. The like he's like yeah. you know, he's their guy for the process. But I think Simmons has higher ceiling, even though he can't shoot. Like yeah. the, just the fact that he's fucking six ten and can play make and dribble the ball yeah. and it's basically the ground light. I do like yeah. uh, Embiid's more game. Like he, he he's yes more yes mentally for me Gritty. like yeah pretty yeah. like he'll he'll yeah. play hard. Although he has these lapses where he gets a little like doesn't yeah, really do much, right? Yeah, yeah. where he yeah. kind of gives up. But Simmons is yeah, but so laid back that I've never really seen him like. How how are you supposed to lead the team? Although they yeah. never really gave him the chance. But so. Simmons is a spectacular, pretty much all around player. Other than shooting, you know, he can defend, yeah, fast, can dribble. Um, 
I, think, I don't know about his intangibles. It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it hasn't really shown, and he's yeah. also unhealthy. So and I, I really, I really think those things matter for championship teams. Like you're saying, the Danny thing, right? The back, mm-hmm. the people in the locker room matter, and I don't know how good Ben Simmons is. Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Uh, the Heat got worse. Just because the they lost Jake Crowder, Did the Heat get worse? They got Drake, Bradley, uh, Drake Avery retired. Bradley, yeah. Oh, they they lost also Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, it just oh, weird. Yeah. I, yeah, that was actually I mean, like I feel like got worse so. on paper. I think they can basically do the same thing as the previous season and yeah. make up their team yeah. on, as they keep going. They, yeah, they fair enough. Bam. I think they're biding their time though for next season. For the Yanis idea. For Giannis, I, yeah. I don't know if I liked it, but. Mm. That's yeah, such a but that's hard just what most. That's just what analysts are saying. They're yeah, well, the analysts say because it it makes Bam more like vulnerable. Also, they might lose Bam because of chasing. Yeah. So not really though, because what they did, um, they were talking about it on the the Hoop Collective podcast of Brian Windhorse, where uh, they thought that by paying Bam, it was going to make um, Giannis feel like, oh, okay, so you're you're still gonna pay this dude even though you're thinking about me. But they said that uh, a lot of GMs saw the effect to be, yeah, we, we reward our players. When you play okay. well, when you play sure. a good season, we pay you and we take care of you because that's the kind of organization we are. Well, so it, it's right. interesting, yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, And they have the same agent, I think, Bam and yes, Giannis. Yes, they do. They so, do. Yeah. I mean, these I'm are just, all like bullshit like, I'm just more know, wary. connections. I hope, but. I hope they don't like look to Giannis as the one that will fix all their problems when they've got a solid team. That's yeah, just yeah, what I'm that's hoping. True. That, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. It doesn't seem yeah. like something they would do anyway, you know. They no, seem definitely. like a, with a team with a plan B, C, and D, you know. Uh, Pat Riley's mm-hmm. smart, but you never know, man. It just gets weird. Yeah. yeah. Has, like, we thought Phil Jackson was smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I watched The Last oh, Dance, man. I was like, he's, he's, a, salty, dog. he's, he's like salty. a unique a unique <laughs> guy. What has made you bitter? Dude, <laughs> like, every day I look at the, the clouds and all I see is darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day. But I my know. giants are good, though. Uh, all, every day, I look at cra- the clouds, and all good. I see is. <laughs> what are you talking about? Not, not New York Giants, uh, San yeah, Francisco yeah, Giants. Uh, yeah. San Francisco like, Giants. Okay. SF <laughs> Giants. Yeah. No, no, not the New York Giants. Fuck, they can, they can burn hell, but you yeah. know. <laughs> but the SF Giants, Giants, though. Oh, uh, Jesus. Okay. All right, I think that's pretty much it for the NBH. The just, we can just skim through the others before we, before we wrap this up. Um. So for the UFC, I didn't end up watching, so we don't have to talk about that because it was very uneventful. Um, I was only looking forward to watching Curtis Blades versus. I feel like that's uh, a Derek very Lewis. hardcore fan card, yeah. anyway. Like it's not and a. It's a UFC. I have no Davis. idea who that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I really don't think it's Curtis Blades, dude. Let me just. It's it's Curtis Blades, man. I was looking at it. It was a different dude. <laughs> but in other uh, talks, you mean, talking. You mean who- you mean who got COVID? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. You might be right. You might be right. Um, Did you guys but, see Nate Robinson get knocked out by Jake yeah, Paul, that's though? It. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched sad, those two. Bro. I watched that's the sad, Jake man. Paul, Nate Robinson fight. Then the you got rocked, man. Yeah. You didn't rock. rock. What are you? Rocked, rocked, rocked. rocked. Yeah. yeah, you got flatlined. Yeah. Bro, After the first knockdown, this... yeah, I was bad. like, this, he doesn't look like he could. He didn't want to continue. He really didn't. He wasn't right? playing defense, man, at all. That's what I was going to say. Like, the first few minutes, I was like, oh, my God. He, he looks worse than Connor did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looked like bad. he was in a street fight. 
and Jake and Paul honestly, was actually Jake a box. Jake Paul looked like he'd been training pretty serious. The slow-mo of his combinations when he knocked down Nate the first time, I was like, oh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> his overhand, I mean, he caught him with overhands, which is like the most punishing punch for yeah. someone who's like lunging in. Yeah. But the last where he finished him off in the second round, like the third knockdown. Yeah, It was yeah. a combination, right? He had an uppercut, yeah. a hook, and then one more overhand. Yeah. And Upper, then that uppercut th that staggered him, and then the hook and overhand just put him away. Yeah, so Jake Paul looks solid. I, I hear a lot yeah. of things where Logan Paul and Jake Paul are pretty good natural talents at boxing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they haven't had so much experience, but people say... Which is annoying, <laughs> they're good. because they're yeah. super annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about... Yeah, but I mean... Yeah. Oh yeah, carry on, carry on. I was just gonna say props to Jake Paul though, because I was watching the 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 post match interview also, mm -hmm. and I mean, it seems like he put in the work, the man, because yeah. like that was his biggest thing. He wasn't really trashing Nate Robinson ish, <laughs> like the, at the start he was like, you know, he had a great boxing career. I mean, basketball career, <laughs> and then like, but he was like kept saying like, you know, I put in the work in, and like I know it's yeah, not he, gonna be an easy fix, but you know. I'm, I'm down like, for it. It looks like he's serious about boxing. Although mm -hmm. him calling out Conor McGregor and Dylan Bannon is kind of a, <laughs> yeah, a, a stretch. I, I was like, I um, maybe not yeah. there yet, right? Yeah. But, Good but luck the, with idea, that the idea where he's looking at those guys as the people he wants to challenge is like, maybe he's really trying to be a boxer and not just like yeah. a celebrity boxer. You know mm. what I mean? But he basically yeah. created this pocket where celebrity boxing kind of meets... Well, boxing, his brother, you know? right? And um, the one Logan yeah, yeah. fought, KSI, basically yeah, yeah. all YouTubers, they started this idea that they're a pro boxing league or whatever. <laughs> and this, whatever platform they're on, this thriller stuff, that's that's yeah. the one that makes all of this stuff. It's interesting, but like, it's, it's also like, I try not to get lost in the fact that it's not actual long time oh, yeah. professional boxers, right? Because oh, yeah. they make it look oh, so yeah. close. And then I looked at the stats, right? They had the stats for the, oh, they hit, they both threw around 20 punches each. I was like, that's barely anything yeah, for the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Robinson landed two or three, and yeah. Jake Paul there were like landed three three sad. Well, sad. There were three rap intermissions. That's how I knew. I was like, oh, this is such a Snoop, Snoop so Dogg had a concert, though. Yeah, us, which is so probably the better one, yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't see the other ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what about the yeah the Tyson fight? I didn't catch that. I was on the road. Oh, you didn't? Damn. I didn't my catch that also. Mike Tyson looked solid. I heard yeah. he got robbed. I heard that. Well, well it was. Oh, he lost. No, no, no it was a, a it was an exhibition. Oh, so the scoring was just like, like uh, for fun. Like they put the scorecards in, but like halfway through, I could see that they were rigging the scorecards for a tie anyway. <laughs> like I was like, okay, this one judge is obviously scoring it for. Roy Jones, even though there's no way Roy Jones was winning these rounds, the other guy was yeah. scoring. Who, who is Roy Jones though? Like, I mean, not obviously not the biggest fan. So, I mean, like, was he like a respectable fighter to go up against Mike very, Tyson? Was he like a legend much too? So. I meant he was a bit after Mike Tyson. Like, they they crossed paths towards the end of Mike Tyson's career and his boxing maybe, also, boxing also mid or like early part of his career. But he's known for being a very style. Like his his origin, if you watch his highlights, it's very show. show it's like a showboat style. Like mm -hmm. he does no look punches. He dances around. He keeps his hands low. He's a rapper. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like he went all the way from I think middleweight all the way to heavyweight. 
and won championships oh, along the way. So he at at this prime he was one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world. I think it's just more he was his style just doesn't age well <laughs> compared yeah. to Mike Tyson's. Yeah, it's like he if you watch the fight back stop, if you watch the fight back you can see him trying to do those dancing moves but it's just so slow like he, yeah. you're not <laughs> Mike Tyson's still gonna find you with a punch because you barely moved and yeah. he tried to do like no look jazz with him like you're, you're I do, too slow he looks pretty old too like I mean yeah. dude it's, you gotta know when it's time to stop pulling off the sham god you know well, well, <laughs> Mike, Mike Tyson is three years older than him which yeah, is crazy. Mike fucking Tyson. Yeah, yeah, Mike but Tyson, Mike, bro. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson <laughs> was so, so like focused. It was, it was amazing for me. Where I would think Mike Tyson has a chance to become a professional again. Roy Jones Jr. No, but Mike Tyson looked like there were moments where if he got three minute rounds instead of two minute rounds, he would have finished that fight. He was so, yeah. it was pretty crazy. It looked. Yeah, uh, his mentality is also yeah. a bad dude. Like I listened to the podcast that he had with Joe Rogan. Wow, yeah. very good. Yeah, po- you he like, has his own podcast. Just knowing the shit today. he went through. Oh, really? Yeah, I was Damn. listening to one where he had Francis and Ganu on, and it's very it's, that one is probably a very the one only full episode of his podcast I listened to. But it, it's such an interesting way when he talks to because they kind of have the same idea. If you know Francis and Ganu from UFC, right? It's one of those like natural athletes, killer punchers. Freak so, athletes. Yeah, so yeah. he he could talk to him in the same kind of like mentality of how do you yeah. how do you become the best if you have this like talent. Yeah. But how do you it wasn't it wasn't a bad fight, granted. dude. I was entertained for sure. Could have could I I would have wanted more because it's two minute rounds. Yeah. Roy Jones, rounds? eight rounds. Also. Okay. Roy Jones Jr. was probably not not the right guy to get, but uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson, I would say. Because he, he, he said, like, in the post-fight, like, he still wants to do this. Like, he's, he's going to continue to train. And it's, it's part of this part of this thing that said... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it's, like, it, on the banners, it's, like, Mike Tyson's Legends-only league or something like that. So I was like, is he creating yeah. a, 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 a promotion where it's just the older fighters? That would be so, cool. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's in, I think it's nice that he wants to get back into training again, even if it was just for the sake of training. Cause, you, like you mentioned, uh, Rock the the podcast with Joe Rogan, he seemed to have a pretty unhealthy relationship with with fighting still at the time. Mm-hmm. Where he's he a weird like, dude still. I, I mean, like he I went through a lot, it. right? Yeah, a lot of exactly. trauma, man. A lot exactly. of trauma. So so I feel like um yeah, despite that. Trauma, I think he's got the right people guiding him, like his coach yes, Rafael yes. Cordero from the UFC. Yeah. Looks yeah. like some a coach who wouldn't take advantage of this guy's willingness to train and put him in yeah. fights that he doesn't need to. It's more of just how do I make this guy who was once the best fighter in the world learn to fight again, basically from yeah. scratch, right? Yeah. With a different mentality. Yeah. Very interesting. Without, without, a, without thinking, he has to kill the other guy. Yeah. In the there room. were moments though. There were moments <laughs> like where <laughs> you could see Mike back. Tyson might snap, <laughs> yeah. and then the, the, the crazy eyes. He's just like ripping out. Like let's <laughs> oh. fucking go. It's like I'd was, be like shitting my pants if I saw that. There was that, one like, round where it, the bell rang, <laughs> and then he still went for like a combo, and then he looked like he was gonna like k- keep punching. Then he oh he just said sorry, but then he hugged like Roy Jones. I was like oh. Then oh, even the God. commentators know of uh, Snoop Dogg was commentating, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They were like, "Oh, that's the new mic. That's the new mic." <laughs> <laughs> that's so I miss the old mic. Yeah. <laughs> His entrance oh, song man. was uh, weird too, though. If you wanted to know that, it was a dubstep song, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> where it sampled him saying, "I'm Mike Tyson." Uh. <laughs> 
It was like Classy. five ties, when and then was... it kept cutting like the. Uh, <laughs> 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 when, when, when was Roy Jones' entrance song? Because if it, it's not KB, stop KB, move. It was like you song. all must have forgot, but he rapped it also. It was. Oh an, God. It was another one I saw, but basically the lyrics went like you all must have forgot, and I'm like okay, 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 bro. Roy Jones. Okay, Roy. More, okay, Roy. More, I would say Roy Jones looked more dated. Like he didn't look as fit. Yeah. His Mike Tyson because he wore all black. Like it's traditional he wore black mm-hmm. trunks. It's a short short style, like it's short mm-hmm. the cut and then wore like black uh boxing sh- boots without any socks. I was like, man, yeah. it looks like he's he's game. And then he's Roy back, Jones baby. wore uh basically a Kobe tribute thing, which didn't look very like it didn't look that great on him because he didn't look that fit. It looked like uh, a Tito wearing basketball shorts. So we body shaming out here? <laughs> Just kidding. No, did you? I mean, like, uh, yeah, in, no. in comparison to Mike, I was like, I don't oh, know, yeah. I don't know who trained more, but Mike Tyson had. I was like, he looks. He, no, looks he did look fit. <laughs> we'll give this guy the clearance. Um. Okay. So we're running at around 115 now. So I guess we should wrap this up. Mm, the F1 yeah. race is about to start. Maybe we just give some yeah, quick predictions. Like 10 minutes. What do you think? Other than Hamilton winning again. <laughs> okay, uh, but before we start, I gotta mention that I am not the biggest fan of fine, F1. Fine. And like, cool. I'm gonna get a lot of shade because like a lot of my friends like F1, but not gonna I, lie, like, I don't uh, find it that entertaining. I like, feel like it you know, got people are gonna... more popular in quarantine though. Because of the Netflix documentary, yeah. and I watched it. Amazing documentary. Mad respect to those guys. Doesn't but I don't know. Doesn't translate to when you watch it. <laughs> yeah, just like as a sport, I just don't find it as entertaining. Wow, people are gonna fucking hate me now. Like I'm a Knicks yeah. fan, and then like I don't like F1. Like my four followers are gonna turn podcast. into two. <laughs> that's, that's better. For our I'm actually podcast. helping you guys out. Yeah. Because F1. the more they hate you, the more they listen to us. <laughs> no, Seems well, about right. I got, well, I got you, homies. Yeah. I would, I would. I would I would like to say that the current the current state of F1 is more of you dream of what could happen rather than what does happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I entertain myself by thinking maybe one guy will his car will break and it will open up the race. But more often than not, it's like oh it goes according to plan. So I mean the predictions are Mercedes will Lewis Hamilton win. He just looks yeah, like he's a he's a class above even Bottas his teammate. Yeah. The rest of the field. Well, Max Verstappen, I think, is it a equally good driver? Just doesn't have the car on most weekends. What are the What are the starting positions for the top five? Um, Mercedes one two, so that's Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, Bottas. Albon. Hoping he has a good race. Albon at fourth. Yeah, really? he had wow. a big crash in the practice on Friday, and again, his his seat for next year is still in doubt. Yeah, for sure, because he yeah. actually dropped the potential. Um, Podium, Potential, like podium in the last race, right? Uh, was yeah. it the last race? Anyway, but yeah, like he's he, had he the it. He yeah it. he had he spun out on the turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And then one other person that I just wanted to look towards to Sergio Perez because he doesn't have a seat for next year. I like Albon, but I'm starting to think that maybe Red Bull should give Sergio Perez that spot. He just seems like the more ready driver. Okay. Because he got the podium right in last yeah. last race, right? Last race, yeah. Because um, Leclerc got greedy. <laughs> True. Oh, that's beca- that Vettel ended up getting it. Because oh, yeah, of you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so where's Michael Schumacher placed? Dude, Michael <laughs> Schumacher. 
To be honest, I'm, this is dark, but my, Michael Schumacher is in a coma. Right? If you never knew, what? like, years yeah, back. I didn't know right? that. Almost like, almost oh my god, that was a bad joke. Back, no, no, I mean, five years back, you got in a Hop skiing over accident. Hop to this podcast, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get cancelled, bro. <laughs> People are going to be outside my house with signs. Cancel, well, cancel. Well, I mean, like, this is for all the F1 fans who got it through the Netflix documentary. You would have never seen it. But, like, yeah, he got into a skiing accident and he was in a... He's in a coma. Although... It, it's weird how they, I mean, like, financially they can afford to just keep him in a coma and hope for the best, right? But it's just like, what are the odds he'll he'll wake up? You know, yeah. like, and there's no. There's it's been no five thing, years, right? And like, no assurance of anything, right? Like he, but he could, it's been five years. Damn. I think. I think I would. Wow. Well, maybe not. Maybe wow, not. Maybe four. Because so, he four. he left F1 like 2013, 2014. Something Jeez, like that's that. That's way longer. I thought it happened like two, three years ago. I think maybe, maybe it was it's like three. Four or five. Yeah, but um. Well, if you want to relate it, um, his son mm. Mick is leading the lower division F two championship. Oh, cool. Yeah, the race he earlier. He set to join, right? He set to join F one, right? Yes, I think so. For <laughs> maybe Haas, because yeah. they're a Ferrari engine team, right? Mm-hmm. So they might give give those spots to the young drivers who are in the Ferrari like academy. Mm-hmm. It's 2013, I think, cloud the accident. Damn. That 20, wow, December seven 20, years ago. December 29, 2013. Yeah. Okay, actually, now that you're starting to talk about it, I'm starting to recall now a little bit yeah. more. It's just, it's, just, like it just it's just that it's weird that... Because it, it, it's not going to appear in like mainstream sports news at this point because it's just like they're really hoping for a slim chance that he, come, like he wakes mm-hmm. up or something. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's rough. Yeah. Um, Alright, so on that note <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in the race Bahrain, Bahrain, Bahrain's a nice circuit It's a, it's an interesting circuit I drive Let's it on go Mercedes I, I drive it on my F1 um, Video game And it, it's I, I was like, it's a hard one It's, it's, said, it's yeah, an entertaining it's one They yeah. said it's hard um, Rock, thank you so much for joining us, man. Like, this has been so much fun talking sports with you. It's definitely not going to be the last time we do this. Uh, I hope it's we, all, honor, we all have good seasons, man. I hope we all have good seasons by our own standards. <laughs> all I want is above average, man. 30 wins, that's all I ask. That's all wow. I ask, guys. <laughs> I, I'm just going to keep it keep it steady. Like, you know what? Don't If you don't... Have high expectations, you never get disappointed. So let's yeah. go, Suns. Well, hopefully, <laughs> Pat Beverly can shut his mouth this year and we'll be okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was fine last year. Cancun on three. Yeah, when Pat started <laughs> running his mouth, I was like, shut up, bro. We haven't won anything yet. But, anyways, um, but. thank you so much, Rocket, for joining us. Uh, for everybody that's interested, we are still going to be adding the links to uh, for the future and for Andrew's fund so that you can donate if you can. Please do and don't donate if it's of any grievance to you. Uh, yeah, so for No One's Home, this is Clow. This is Mark. And this is Rocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel obviously so special. You, obviously, you can check out Rocket's uh, Modern Life on the same podcast platforms that you listen to us, but... If you didn't already know that and you're listening to this, uh, it, it, meet Rocket. But don't meet Greetings. Yeah, you can check out our episode with him on his podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. So, yeah. You know what's up. Yeah, until then, uh, peace out, yo.
Peace. See ya. Now we can talk during the outro like normal people. Yeah. We yeah. Talk oh, during yeah. The old shows. We don't have to mute. We don't have to mute anymore. <laughs> unless unless this recording still gets destroyed and we didn't know that. Oh uh, gosh. That's happened oh. before. Yeah, oh no. Like, that, like, like audio. You just won't hear the intro. Oh, okay. 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 Hopefully. Happy.